Welcome to this episode of The Hook with me, Morgan J. It is episode six, and we shifted a little bit because today's guest isn't a musician. He's not a producer. He's not a manager. He's not a sound engineer. He's none of those things. He's actually a, a creative brand manager and creative content creator. I think I messed that up. But point being, he's been building brands for many years now. He's amassed over... I want to say like two or three billion views amongst the different, you know, influencers and brands he's worked with. He has his own podcast called The Bottle Club Podcast. It's very successful. Uh, he's a personal friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. And he's personally helped me build my own brand. And I wanted to talk to him because I think he could give you a lot of actionable advice that you might be able to use towards your own content creating, whether you're working with YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, whatever it is. I thought he could be a huge resource, and he definitely was, and we had a fantastic conversation. So, I mean, I think, I think that's all I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you for this episode, because he, he's, he's a really interesting and fascinating person to talk to. Fascinating. Per- and when he says the word important, he says important. Important. One of the things that I know about him. So please enjoy this episode of The Hook, where I talk to Mr. Jonathan Garano. You know, in the intro, I tried to explain what you do, who you are, mm. but I think it's kind of better if you talk a little bit about what you do, because you are somebody who you create content, you help other people create content, you manage brands, you build brands, like you really do a lot of different things. But maybe if, if you had a job title, how would you describe yourself? Um, many things, but how I define myself, sorry. How I define myself is I'm a creative director and mm. influencer partnership strategist, okay. which basically means if I'm talking to a lay person, I'm like, hey, I help influencers slash creators, right? Creators and brands sell their products online. And how long would you say you've been doing that for? I've been actively evolving my craft since 2012. 2012, so almost right. nine years. That's right. I'm so fortunate and lucky. Got. I got fired from 13, like 12, 13 different jobs. And then 2012, I decided to start my own company where I brought YouTubers and managed them. Yeah. And then that management turned into viral videos, which then turned into let's grow Facebook pages, which then turned into a corporate job, which taught me, hey, I can do creative direction and influencer partnerships at the same time. Okay. And then... 2019 decided just to go on my own full-time is this something you kind of fell into or do you think it's it's something you were working towards you said you got fired from what 12 13 jobs right what kind of jobs were those, were those i mean like- they, they were most of them were obviously like retail jobs like bur- yeah. i was a barista subway yeah old navy fold clothes uh you're talking like gap but i always messed up because i either talked too much or just didn't follow the rules or spaced yeah. out and then of course two corporate jobs which was airbnb Mm. and uh, this inside sales job. But you know, those things that you got fired for, those qualities, do you think yeah. those are qualities that were kind of useful in your, in your job now? Yes. Spacing I think, out and not following rules? Well, here's the thing, right? The jobs that you don't really like yeah. and the jobs that are very like arduous and they push you to your limits, those are usually like a reminder of what you don't want to do. It's like, oh, you have such a bad job, so therefore you can appreciate when 
an opportunity arrives where you're like, oh, this is me. This isn't me, but this is me. And so any advice that I have for anyone that's like, what do I do? I'm like, why not just try so many different skill sets or different jobs yeah. until one like makes sense to you and then just double down. Okay. And what I mean by that is throughout all my like different jobs, there's one primary thing that always stuck that everyone always complimented me with. They're like, oh my gosh, you're really good at brand marketing. Okay. You're really good at making viral videos for creators or for different ads uh, for companies. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if that's the case, then that's what I'm going to double down on. And that's what I did. So did I really fall into it? No, it's just more like listening to people's affirmations of my skill set. But so people told you that was your skill set, but do you think this is something that you would do if people weren't telling you like, this is what you should be doing? Or like, I guess my question is, why are you doing it? Okay. And if you weren't doing it, would you be doing anything else? Um, why and what I, would you be doing? Okay. So why am I doing it? Well, I'm, I do it for two reasons. One, I love the money. Money's good, huh? And, but primary, more importantly, is like, I'm good at it. Yeah. And it is that addiction of something that you're good at that you're like, okay, how do I uh, evolve it to a point where I'm doing exactly what I'm doing? What do I mean by that is this. I'm really good at like creative directing, mm -hmm. right? But if I was at a company and I, even though this is my good skill set, but I was at a company and I hated working there, then that level of happiness is down and that's not what I want to do. Yeah. So what I try to do is like, hey, what would I really like? Oh, I love brand marketing. I love helping creators go viral. Where, which environment works for me that I'll be happy in doing so. Yeah. Does that make sense? That does make sense. So it's like, did I fall into it? Um, I, not really. It's more like experimentation and then figure out which environment fits my skill set. Is there a type of creator that you tend to gravitate towards? So this podcast, we try to focus prim primarily on music, music adjacent creators, right? And, uh, you know, music theme type of. By the way, am I making sense? Hopefully, you are. Yeah, yeah, okay, you're, you're doing great. Um, you you wouldn't be good at you, what you do if you were a bad communicator. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, um, but is there a type of creator that you gravitate towards? You know, like me personally, right? I folk, I do comedy and I do music, but you've worked with influencers who don't do that right who, who and you've worked with brands who are just selling you know whether it's food or a health item or a cre whatever or clothes right right is there a brand that is there other types of people you or brands that you gravitate towards that you like to work with yes um okay so first off when it comes to brands i really don't care what products you're selling unless i love the team and the ceo that's like selling the product yeah because every single brand out there is like selling uh oh, this product will change your life or this product is the healthy, healthiest thing for you. I don't care about that. I care, yeah. okay, who's making the product? Who's on the marketing team? Are these people that I trust and have a good okay. empathetic heart for their consumers? Are they here not to make just a dollar? Are they here to make the consumer happy? So that also transcends to the creators that I love working with. It's like, these are creators that are producing content to value their audience. Uh, what do I mean yeah. by that? Well, I don't think pranksters to me are well, people that are adding value to society, but I think that um, people that do comedy videos about international issues, that's someone that's throwing value. You, you're singing on your guitar. And this you're is gonna, I had a question about like this. Yeah. I had a question about what type of posts and content do you... So as a comedian and a musician, yeah. right? I've been doing it over a decade, right? So when I go to a comedy club, I see a comedian go on stage and I go, 
oh, they're doing, they're doing that type of joke. They're doing that type of joke. Yes. You've been doing content creation for almost a decade. So you're going to see types of posts that you're like, oh, they're doing that type of post. They're doing that. Mm -hmm. Are there posts that you stay away from that you hate? Which are the ones you like we're talking about? Which are the types of posts that you hate? What are the types that you really gravitate towards that you love? Um, the things that I don't want to say I hate the things that, uh, cringe me out are usually pranksters that prey on strangers. Yeah. Um, as much as those could be like very addicting to watch to me, it's, you're just being a nuisance to society. And right. You like, they could really traumatize some people. In right. These pranks. I mean, I think about it all the time. I think what if, uh, the person that's pranking that individual, they're the ones that are getting pranked. How would they feel? Right. 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 You know, my new, my new favorite content that I, these posts that I've been seeing on TikTok. Yeah. these people in Europe, I think they're in France. They run up to people with a basketball and yeah. a hoop and they just pass it to a stranger and they, they just have to, the stranger just shoots it or they don't shoot. Yeah, see, but that's fun. But when they fun. make it in, yeah. everybody celebrates and they lose their mind. Over right, I love I, it. I'm, I'm upset. They went from like zero to, I don't know, they're almost at six million followers now. Just off these posts, one type of post over and over and over again. Right, that's the secret about content. There's like once it works and you just double down on it. So you're saying the secret of content is when you find out what the audience reacts to. For you, yeah, your personal stuff. Stick with that, do variations of it. Don't stray too, too outside the box. Right. Just stick within that piece of content over and over and over and over and over again. And then slowly try gonna, to go outside slowly, the boundary. Yes. But yeah. I mean, you just have to think about it. The audience likes it. Why not just give it to them, especially on the online digital world? Now, what you do you want? You want people to create a habit. They look at you and then the habit is I know exactly what I'm getting at. Right. Right. Well, I want to talk about because I, I know your results are pretty undeniable and I've seen what you've done with your own stuff and other people's brands and things Thank like you. that. 2.1 billion e views in the last couple of years. 2.1 billion views, okay? Billion. We're talking billion views for consumer. I'm not doing that. It's it's the it's the it's the brands that And I'm if you knew some ask. of the the creators that he's worked with, I'm not going to drop names, but it's a pretty extensive list of some pretty high-profile influencers oh, and creators. Thanks, man. I'm just really and lucky. And as and as somebody who's just a friend of yours yeah. who's implemented now, now I haven't like worked in with you like in sessions but as somebody who has taken your advice i have built myself from basically zero to over half a million followers on uh wow on dude. tiktok thank you you know but it's also because of your talent it's an yeah, issue but, between but, like but, strategy but, and talent but you know over the last decade i've had to totally pivot on how i put my talent out there and i guess i guess that leads to my next question which yeah. is you know um what do you tell someone their number one focus should be when they're thinking about branding themselves or starting a company online or becoming an influencer? What's the one thing they should focus on? It doesn't have to be one thing, but what, what do you think are a couple of things people can focus on? Maybe some actionable advice that you okay, think. Okay, so this is what I usually tell anybody that's a creator that says, hey, I want to do this for a living. I say, if you're, even if you're selling a product, I say, take out a piece of paper, and write three letters down, and that is W-H-Y, why? And then ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? And a lot of people are gonna say like, I don't know. Mm. So, then you, so then what you do is you have to start off and you go, okay, who figure out like the best compliment that you can find that someone has given you? And let's say someone says, you talk really well. Well, it's like, why do I talk really well? And uh, I talk really well because um, I've read a lot of books. Why do you like reading a lot of books? And you just keep on bringing that down until you pinpoint kind of like the foundation of where that 
main question that you're asking about. It's kind of like that mission statement. Right. That a company has. And so, so like, let's say, for example, that. it's uh, as a company, like, why are you selling chips? With I wish these? I had a towel for you. I see a little bit of sweat. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's okay. I go, I go, let's say, for example, uh, there's this guy. He was a dwarf photographer. Like he takes pictures of, uh, well, he's one of my clients, took pictures of women that are confident. And I go, okay, why are you taking Bador photos? Yeah. And at the very end, he came up with the inclusion of, I love making women feel confident, right? Yeah. And so then once you figure out why you're doing something, then every piece of content or anything that you're building will always go back to that main reason why you're doing it. Yeah. Because yeah. if you ever go outside of your mission statement, you're going to be lost, but at least you can go, okay, I'm making this video. How does this align to the Morgan J brand? So I have a question, Morgan, why do you love musical comedy? I love doing my form of content, singing to people. Cause I love connecting with people. Okay. And I love creating a unique experience and moment for people. Uh, what type of moment is that? Something that they'll never forget. Something that feels unique and special to them. Right. You know, it's more than just singing a funny song. Like this, and that's that's that, and that has driven my creative process very strongly. So you have connection, and you also have this like unique musical experience. So we have those two things, right? So let's say we're talking to me, or I'm a musician, right? Right, right. So then we take those two words and we kind of build that out to, to different types of pieces of content. How do you right. put those so, two? Well, two so, so then I then I would go, okay, that's cool. So connection and this unique musical perspective. Okay, cool. And then I go what type of video are you trying to make? And you're like, oh, I want to make a video where I talk to strangers and give them bananas. I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> Let's just say you do that. All right, that's cool. How does that bring back? Like, what do you need to do while passing out bananas to develop some sort of connection? Or as you're passing out the bananas, are you making sure that you're providing like a unique uh, musical component to it? Yeah. Because as long as it's always matching those two things. So anybody can have any crazy ideas, but then it's like, how do I make sure that it fits within my mantra or my mission statement. Sorry, let's let's do, let's take an example right now. So we yeah. have to Topher, who's our engineer, and okay. he's doing. Topher, is this making sense to you? It's making sense to me. Yeah. Okay. So Topher's in a band, okay. Big T, Sexy T over there is in a Sex band. Sexy T. So let's say Topher wanted to build his his brand's presence online, but he figures out why they're doing it. What do you think the first thing? Because again, this is music adjacent. What do you think a musician might be able to do? Not doesn't have to be a comedy musician. I see musicians blowing up on, on, on TikTok and Spotify and things like that. Oh, wait, are you asking like how to get your visual, like your viral self out there? Well, it could be that. I mean, you, you first of all gave tremendous advice. Like that why is so important. Okay, so, to, so let's say Big T. Big T knows exactly why he's doing what he's doing. Then the first thing that I would think about, okay, where should I go right away that has brought success to other musicians. Oh my gosh, I know TikTok because TikTok is a great platform that def definitely democratizes your piece of content. That means you have a fair chance with everyone else that's always posting consistently. That's step number one. Step number two, it's like, okay, if I'm gonna post on TikTok, how do I create a story that when people watch mm. this video, they're inclined to be like, oh my God, I love his story and he just happens to be playing music too. Because what's really important is not necessarily like how great that piece of content is it's the emotional connection it's, to it it's this it's the it's the story that people can connect to so an example there's this guy what's his name charlie pooth not charlie pooth he's charlie doing pooth. it right now though yeah yeah he's, uh, he's been building this song and he and for uh, it's the first that com things that comes to mind is that he's been slowly like with his audience like what if i made a song about this 
and then he has a post and he keeps okay. doing that for a week. Well, right? I was thinking, I was thinking about he's good, but he's telling it's also a good Ty story. Veritas. That's what I was going to talk about. Yeah. So Ty Veritas, are you going to interview him one day? I'm going to try to get him on the podcast. Yeah, I, I have. A he's local. If you have a connection, I have a connection too, but I, I haven't been. Greg Baruth. No, this other songwriter, uh, Adam Friedman. I'm going to follow up with him and. Oh, okay, it out. Yeah. Well, if you ever need that, let me know. I would love. I would love that. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, Ty Veritas. Okay, so his story in the very beginning he's of working his. At pizzeria? What? Was he working at a pizzeria? No, I'm mean, talking about his TikTok video. Oh, okay. Right? So his story with the TikTok video, he's in a car and he just has a, a really good hook. And the hook is like, hey, this is this is what happens when I'm feeling down. And then he just starts. It's so visceral, right? So yeah. if Sexy T over here with his band wants to be seen on TikTok, shoot it vertically and think to him and think to yourself, what is the caption that I'm going to use or the first statement that's going to hook the audience to listen to my song? Um, yeah. So um, what my partner, my, what my business partner does, he's like, OK, what you're going to do is you're going to take this song and you're going to play it 10 times with 10 different um, story styles. Mm. And then you're going to post it up. And then whichever what one. What do you mean by 10 different story styles? Like, am I in a car? Uh -huh. Am I going to use a different hook? Like, maybe the song is about, let's say the song is about bananas again, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. So then a f the first video would be like, I love peeling this thing. And then, then the second video is like, if you love bananas, you got okay. to listen to this. Or it's like, my girlfriend broke up with me because of these bananas. <laughs> right? So you're testing out different content pieces. Yeah. And then you still do the song over and over and over again. And whichever one gets the most views. And you're like, okay, I'm going to double down on that concept. How do uh -huh. I evolve it to make it even better? So what, what Ty Lopez probably did, I mean, you see it on his Ty TikTok. Veritas? Ty Veritas, sorry. Ty Veritas did on this TikTok, and you can see it. Is that By the way, Ty Lopez is the guy who you see on right. YouTube ads. Like, guys, I'm in my my garage with my uh, Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the musician Ty, what he ended up doing was uh, he sang the song on acoustically. He sung it like on his couch, but for some reason, every time he did it in his car, that video just did really well. Why do car posts do so well? I don't know. I have a musical friend who's always going live from his car. He does all his demos from his car. It's acoustic. And he's yeah. blowing up. He's going to be a star. I'm going to have him on the podcast. He's great. So do everything in your car, dude. Do everything in the dude, car. So if I was Sexy T, that's the first thing I would do. Then once I found something that was doing really well, double down on it. And then um, I would also hit up a bunch of uh like first off i would go on tiktok and find follow some hashtags fo find like a hundred creators that are fifty thousand instagram or sorry 50 like tiktok followers fifty thousand TikTok, 50, followers, TikTok followers or less okay like maybe ten thousand to fifty thousand get their all their email contacts and then i would shoot them an email and say hey listen you're into music. I'm into music. Oh. Let's do a duet. And we just tag each other on the TikTok. Boom. Mm. Collaboration. There you go. That's And then now you're slowly growing. Wow. And then you can also do that on Instagram as well. I see. I don't do that. Right. I don't do the duets. I find it to be too involved and I'm, I'm nervous about how it's going to turn out. Well, not out. just duets. I'm talking about like collaboration. So an example is, let's say you have... Jax, Jax on TikTok does that a lot. Right. Yeah. Trap Violinist, for example. Trap Violinist, he's in Los Angeles. He'll go to someone that to their house that sings he plays his uh uh violin they sing and then we just tag him you don't have to do mm. duets i'm just saying find a way to collaborate with other musicians or other creators so therefore you can boost yourself so remember sexy t has his band maybe he goes to an influencer or a creator basically that does comedy 
Yeah. And you're like, hey, you know what we could do? We could do a collaboration while you're doing the skit. I'm playing some funny music in the background. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, how do I collaborate? Once I have a piece of content that is working, I double down on it. Then the second step is, where do I go to collaborate? But and just to you're talking about. I'm, talking, I'm right now. We're focusing on as like strategy, but how to get yourself out there. Right? Well, I just want to work focus on the first step and just let people know. You know, really important. What he said was experimenting, right? So he was saying like ten posts, different ways to tell the story, and I think it's important to know because I've spent a lot of time experimenting with posts on these platforms. You know, formatting how to how I subtitle it, how the videos formatted, you know, where, where the clip, where the clip starts, where it ends and things like that. And I think with TikTok, the benefit of it is, is that if something doesn't go viral, it just sort of gets buried away and you could just keep posting. Right. So just, I would say the first step we can kind of, so we can give them a nice nugget. Right. Is don't be afraid to experiment, post multiple versions of, of, of a, an idea and see what hits. Yes. Just post as much as you can because it's the internet. People will look at it and then they will forget, regardless if it's viral or not. So well, why not just post? And if it does well, great. If not, then hey, yeah. you can redo it again. You're gonna you're gonna regret not doing it, right? Because you just you were afraid to do it the whole yeah, time. Yeah, no right? one no one cares about you, dude. <laughs> they don't. They don't care if you fail or succeed. So they're all do, just trying to build their own TikTok. Right. Platform. So just do it for yourself. Well, I want to, and then it'll be easier. I want to piggyback on what you're saying with the with the posting, right? Post, 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 post. I see friends and fellow creators who I've spoken to personally, yeah. struggling with. I'm going to use the term like posting fatigue. Yeah. You know, coming up with ideas to post and scheduling your posts, and I feel. Like I hear about that more than I actually hear about the creative process. So how important do you think creativity in social media is now? Or do you think it's the content is about creativity or do you kind of feel like it's kind of gaming the system and, and trying to be manipulative? You know what I mean? Explain this to me. Are you saying that? Like what's more important, right? Like I, I, I used to spend, I used to, I used to take more care and time until how long it took me to write a song and put the song out. I'd play the song for a year live on stage before I felt it was ready to put out in front of people. And now it really does feel like quantity over quality, like a thousand percent feels like that. So okay. like if you're a well, musician, this is, this is okay. If you, if, if you're a musician, you can, you only have one song. So how, how are you going to push yourself to make multiple songs? Yeah. But, but how, what do you think is more important? Do you think the creative process is important as it used to be when it comes to social media and posting? Wow, the creative process. Like really making a work of art, you know, doing something, you know. Take somebody like Bo Burnham who, who disappeared for three or four years, who started on YouTube. Right. But then he came out with Inside, which was like a, a really great work of art, you know. Okay, so this is what I will say. I I'm will sorry say. if I'm, I'm muddling. No, 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 no. So I want to break this down into two things. I think the creative, the creative process is really, really important. And if you have the means to do so to take a break then so be it but to go with your question bo burnham was able to build a following first before he was able to take those three or four years off so right. he had the luxury um, of doing that i think in the beginning of your time as a creator especially as a musician that's trying to get their self out there uh you have to be posting as much as you can in the beginning and the reason being is because you have no idea what works yet yeah but once you figure out what works 
then you can take a step back and go, okay, now that I know that this works, I'm going to take some time and make it even better before I push it out again in public. Yeah. Right. But we live in a weird time. What if the thing that works is something they hate doing? You know, with like, we find out that the internet, I'm just thinking about, you don't know. No, 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 no. I love this. You know what I mean? Like what if, what if I'll give you an example. So I hated, so I made this thing called carpool karaoke where people in my Uber would sing songs and we would go viral on the internet. Yeah. Uh, We sang songs from like, you know, the chain smokers, which I collaborated with. Is this before James Corden was doing it? It's like, I don't know how what happened. It was like 2015, right at the same time. Okay. Super viral. Did it multiple times. Singing in your car. Who knew that was an unoriginal idea? (laughs) And I went super viral and, but I hated every minute of it. I hated every minute of it because it felt forced and it was just exhausting to edit. Yeah. Right. Because everyone wanted consistently. But what I realized was that once you figure out that it works and you hate it, then the question is, okay, why did this do so well? What parts of it do I actually like? And then mm. I'll start evolving to that. Okay. So it's like, you're, it's like, yeah, you hate doing it. So figure out what parts you hate and either replace it with somebody that could, that you pay or let's evolve to another thing. As long as I'm keeping the best things of that thing. Yeah. Okay. It's all about dude. It's all about trying to figure out in each situation that you're in creatively figuring out which one works the best and which ones you enjoy the best and then just mix them two together, which is very hard. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that every creator probably hates. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at some creators I know kind of doing the same types of sketches, t- same t- the, the, the posts that I see online that I absolutely despise are the, the couple pranks, mm. babe, what are you doing, babe? Those fake couple. And I'm wondering how, how, like, did you hear about that, uh, that influencer who made her son pretend to cry? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, ima- like, imagine you're, you know, like, because does she like doing that? Like what, what, what she, it's like she lost her, her value system doing that, you know? I mean, because money plays a big part. The more, if something works in our digital world, usually gets spread and it usually gets shared and spread, then you're making money out of it. Then the money comes in and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do this again. Yeah. So money can be addicting to this, but I think we live in this weird society right now, though, in this digital world where it's not really the creative process that people are struggling with. I think the process is like honing down on your talent because right now we focus so much on attention first. Yeah. And then once you get attention, then it's what like, okay, well, what's your talent? Well, yeah. in the olden days, it was like talent first. Then how do we bring attention to that? It's funny right now on TikTok, there's these... Influ- does that make sense? Yeah, it does yeah. make sense. There's these people giving sharing... T- 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 uh, tips on uh, what's about to trend guys guess what use this sound it's yeah. trending if you want to go viral and which leads to my next question because I want to talk a little bit about mental health because we've had this conversation a yes. lot right now um, do you think that you know being an influencer do you think being viral on social media does more harm than good to the individual and to the people watching to uh, to the people watching it Cause I feel like we never take into consideration mental health with these influencers and you hear people struggling all the time with it. Oh, I struggle with it and I don't even have that many videos that are posted up consistently. Yes. Mental health is a very massive thing, especially if you are a creator, because there's three things happening. One, everything that you're putting out is like a part product of you. So there's a yeah. lot of pressure there Two, um, if it doesn't do well, then you start to think to yourself, oh my gosh, am I not good enough as a human right. being? Because you look at numbers as 
a way to justify if you deserve to live or not. And then (laughs) three, no, this is great. This is true. And then then three, um, if it is doing well, then there's that added pressure of, Oh my gosh, I have to do this well again. I have to do this well again. Yeah. It's, uh, it's that weird model where you're only good as your last at bat. Yeah. And that can be very discouraging for any creator to want to continue to post because if they see consistent failure, then they're like, Oh my gosh, why should I uh, do and this? Let's not even get into the comments that pop up. Right. After, after and then, videos. but if you do something well, you're like, Oh no, I'm so stressed out because the next thing has to be even better. And it was such a mind it, when, like, when it me- it messed. You know what me. I mean? Oh yeah. So, Depression. So when I I recently right now I'm at five hundred and sixty five thousand followers on TikTok. Yeah. But I was at five hundred and seventy seven thousand about a month and a half ago. Why did they lose? Why did why did they? Uh, a b- base, but that's what I'm saying. So this happened before, like a couple months ago, where yeah. it dipped, but then it went up a couple. Yeah. Like you know, as the numbers get bigger, they they ebb and flow a lot. Um, but it's, it's hard to ignore the fact that, you know, a small town has decided to unfollow me. Do you know I'm what I mean? losing followers a thousand, thousand at a time. I have a song that will be coming um, out. A piece of content. That I will, will say out. this. Okay. This is might be a little, uh, this is what I think. I think losing followers is a good thing. Okay. And why? The, and the reason why I think follow, losing followers is a good thing. is because the people that are sticking around are more likely people that actually want to be fans of yours strong fan base which basically means that as the numbers decrease in retrospect your engagement percentage should be going up mm, okay what i mean about the pressure of like success is not really like the following it's more the views and engagement of the post right right, right, it, right. i mean subscribers are cool but what matters to me the most is if i publish a piece of content and if it's not getting a hundred thousand views or more then i feel like a complete failure but when you okay so but that's the thing right so when you that's what i mean so i would love to average at least ten thousand views per post right oh really that's all i would want oh wow okay maybe i set the bar too low but what i'm thinking of as somebody who performs live regularly right i'm trying to think of what if there were 500 people in a room 30 even when i stream on twitch i have between 10 and 20 people watching that is fair but imagine 20 people sitting with you alone just hanging out with you watching you practice music it's a whole it's a you got you got to look at it in terms of that it makes you feel a little bit feel a little bit better you know okay so i'm gonna play a little devil's advocate right now because i just thought about this okay i definitely agree with you no matter how many people watch my my videos from a thousand to ten thousand to 2.1 million regardless of how many views i get i'm going to appreciate every single comment every single person that's liking the video anybody that decides to share and interact with me because hey you took the time to comment and respond, and I'm gonna do my best to facilitate that. However, however, right? There's a big difference between real life world of people, sorry, real life world, in the real life where you're surrounded by um, like 30, 20 people. Yes, that is inspiring and I should appreciate that, but the reason why it doesn't really matter on the internet that much is because everyone has more access and availability to be able to see you. So if you're opening the doors for an influx of individuals to show up to you, unlike your house where there's there's a lot of barriers to entry and there's less barriers, then the goal of me having 100,000 uh, viewers is definitely gonna mean a lot more to me than 10,000 because 
of the fact that I'm allowing easy access to me. Mm -hmm. And if my art is good enough, then I should be able to get all those people that have easy access to me to see me. Okay. But that might be unhealthy. That's pretty much unhealthy because I know that when I don't get it, I get really sad and depressed. Get really sad. And, and I've seen a lot of my creator friends, you know, have mental health burnouts because I, you have to consistently always post, 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 post. I think I heard an influencer say, you know, they talk about, oh, I have no boss. I, I'm, my, I'm my own boss. I wake up and I have my own oh, boss. God, but I that's but that's not true. You have, depending on how many followers, like I have 500,000 little bosses who basically dictate the kind of content I put out. You know what I mean? Right. You have a, res listen, as a creator, I think one of the highest uh, pressure moments is realizing, oh my gosh, I have all these people that follow me and watch my content. What responsibility do I have of them? Mm. You know, they, in a way, them watching you is they're giving you a gift. Right. Right. And so you have to be able to say, okay, if you unwrap me, you're going to get something special. But again, it's a balance, right? Yeah. It's a balance because you have to go to your audience. Hey, listen, if you want the best out of me, me playing my instruments, then I have to take a mental break. But back to your first question of is like the creative process in the beginning. And I know it's difficult. You have to push yourself to post almost every single day or as, I was often, about to ask that. How as often? often as you can until you find something that works. Then again, once it works and you double down on it and then you can say, okay, listen, now I'm going to take a little step back, Damn. take a little rest. So therefore I can perform at even a higher caliber than I was before. But you're never, ever going to figure out what is working. Is if, if you, you don't just, post it, if you don't if post, you, if you keep that I, little voice in your head, it says, ah, it's not going to be good enough. So, I mean, that's why I say like in the beginning, it's going to be a lot, but once, once you figure that out, then it, then you can post. Well, let's less. talk a little bit Does about that, that. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, Karen, actually, one of my mentors said once she hit a million followers on Instagram, she was like, oh, I'm not, I don't, I only post like once a month now instead of four times a month. Yeah. They hit that threshold. Well, let's talk a little bit about just uh, before we wrap up, I have like another question or two for you. Is this helpful though? In such a way I'm trying to, no, you're not helpful at all. Honestly, this whole podcast really? is trash. Damn no, it. shut up. Okay. Um, so there's a lot let, of, let's talk a little bit about actionable. Well, let, let's, let's keep on okay. that subject about actionable advice because I remember the first time you and I sat down yeah. at brunch at this place down the street from here. It was delicious. Yeah, you know, you gave me actionable advice, like what hashtags to, to post, um, how often to post, you know, things like like that. And I've, I've since built upon that. But let's let's talk about, you know, just uh, on average, how often do you think, I know you said every day, but how often, if how little is too little to post starting out? Starting out, I think yeah. once a month is too little to okay. post. Even once a week? Try once a week. Try to do Try once, once a, week. a week, but you, but you would err on the side of every day if you could. Um, I try to do every other day is what I do. I think, I think before you, before I you, do, oh, fuck. before you answer it's, this question, I got to figure out who the person that I'm talking to. Cause, uh, cause I, I also, I know an influencer, uh, on Instagram and she's a sketch comedy person and she schedules different types of posts. Like on one day, it's just a photo post. Uh, on another day, it's like a dancing post. Does she have a good engagement? It's pretty good. On another day, she does a sketch. And another day, she does like a podcast type of thing. So she has different types of content that she lays out each day because she's a comedian and that's what she does. Okay, let's let's break this down, okay? So okay, well, but I want, let's, let's, let's do it for like a musician because I want right. to help musicians. Is that okay? If we're talking to a, a singer songwriter. Right, right. Yeah. And we're focused on just a musician. Let's see if we're focused on okay, just a musician. If a you are a musician that wants to get seen, on Let's say internet. I'm your client yeah. and I just hired you. 
Right. And I'm trying to, now I'm trying to get free advice for no money right now. That's fine. Uh, so Jonathan, uh, I, I'm a singer songwriter. I want to build my platform. What are like, what should I do first tomorrow? Uh, the first thing that you should do is you get on two platforms, Instagram reels and TikTok. Yeah. Um, on my TikTok, I would have a little URL bio of your portfolio or they click on it. It's like a link tree or something of that nature. You go in, they can check out your Spotify or your musical portfolio. Yeah. Um, but um, I would go reels and TikTok, and yes, I would post every other day with that one specific song that you want to push out and try different ways of promoting it. So again, doing like 10 different variations, not of the song, but how you're introducing the song. Mm, okay. So when, again, like I said, like maybe you introduce it in the car or maybe you bring like your ex-girlfriend in or three, you, I'm being serious. Like maybe it starts off with an old granny. I don't know, whatever, whatever the beginning is, it's like what new hook can I put in mm -hmm. front of the video to then bring into the actual song? Okay. It's like, this song is about bananas. And then you start singing about bananas. I don't know, but okay. you know what I mean? And then after that, then uh, make sure that you have a little link tree or bio. Like I said, and when they go on your website, you have the best thing ever. And that is, and I'll repeat this to the day I die, have an email list. Can I tell you something that yeah. changed the game tremendously for me? He told me this. One of the first things he said, he's like, I took a look at your website. You should have your email list at the top of the website. Yeah. So if you go to my link tree now, that is the first thing you see at the top of my, uh, my site, all my sites. It's a, it's a and very I built good a, process. Yeah. And I built a mailing list of a little over a thousand people at the moment. But, but when you, but when you think about that in terms of, you know, those people who took the time to go to the website to fill their name and those are like ride or, ride or die. Ride or die fans. Ride or die fans, you know? Um, so put the mailing list at the top of the site. Um, is there a platform that creators should always, you know, focus on and that you think will never go away? That should be like their main... Okay, so, well, first off, okay. Because, you know, TikTok's here, I'm, obviously. I, I want to break this. Can I just break this down into like two main points first? Okay. So the first point is this. I know there's a lot of different social media platforms from Instagram to TikTok to YouTube to everything, right? Triller. Focus on just one specific platform first. Yeah. Either just be a TikTok, either Reels or YouTube. Just focus on that first. And then once you have like a fluid content, you know, conveyor belt type of things that are just going out and you feel okay with it and you've developed enough of a following, then you can move on. Okay. okay. Because if you don't do that, if you go all over the place, you're going to go crazy. So just focus on one platform. And I think mm. it should focus on TikTok. TikTok. Okay? okay. Because TikTok is democratized and it's definitely a little bit easier, but the one platform that is never going away, but that's the second question is YouTube, YouTube right? Yeah, because all the compilations end up on YouTube. Everything ends up on YouTube. Basically, as they say, for example, like TikTok is where how you can get first exposure and it's where the children go. But then at the very end of it, <coughs> after everyone starts growing up, everyone always jumps back into YouTube. Besides, unlike other social media platforms, YouTube has the best, the best revenue cut mm. and revenue stream yeah. for creators okay like you you can you'll make more money on youtube than you would on tiktok yep that that's great advice i love that i want i have two more questions for you we're gonna wrap this up you often talk about 
because I've known you for a while, yeah. you say, when I say somebody's a star, they're, I know it. I know they're a star. Yeah, I love it. So can you talk to me and tell us what qualities you're referring to when you see somebody and you just know that person is going to make it? You're going to hate me, but it's a feeling. <laughs> it's just a feeling. Well, okay, so um, I usually, sorry, I usually go after uh, stars. <sighs> a star is when they talk or when they're in front of the camera, there's this spark. And when I mean by spark, it's uniqueness mm. um, or they follow some sort of like internet vibe. I don't know. I've been on the internet for so long. You just look at someone, you just know. Yeah. Usually, oh, this is how you know if someone's a star or not. They're doing something and there is absolutely no barrier to figuring out who they are. As in, are they authentically and and in a very genuine way being completely themselves? Sometimes I feel like I haven't reached that part yet. I'm not completely myself. I'm almost there. Well, that's why yeah, you're almost there. Yeah, but I think you're a star. It's nice of you to say there, that. There are, moments, there are moments where I'm like, oh my God, this is completely him. Yeah, that's nice of you to say it's that. It's like your total barrier is gone and you're also very charismatic. So it's like, is this person authentically and genuine themselves? Plus, are they charismatic? In front of the camera. Okay. Final question. Does that make sense? It makes great sense. Right. Final question I like to ask all the guests. Oh, no. Um, what is the last song you listen to on your streaming music platform? Because this is music-based. Do you have your phone on you or no? Yes, I do. Can you pull it up? Yes. And I don't want you to... I don't want you to... I want to see it. No, 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 no. I'll show you. So, it's actually on Happy Up Vibes. And I played uh, this song down... This last song, right? What song is it? It's called um, This Is What Falling In Love Feels Like by JVKE. Oh, uh, uh, Topher seems to be like, Topher said he likes that. Do you like this? Dude, this thing is, my level went crazy. That that song is insanely cool. Listen to this. Oh, Uh, wait, was this, uh, this guy was from, oh, I know what song this is. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I hear that. So that's like the song. That's that the I last like. one. Yeah. The last song I listened to on my thing was. It was. It was. Well, it was Drake and Jay Z off his new album, Certified Lover Boy. Of course. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So that was the last one I, I listened to. All right, Jonathan, we're done here. Tell us where we could find you, where people should check you out. What's the, what, what do you want to promote? The, what, what is the thing you want to let people know about? You know what? I don't really have to promote anything. My, but my Instagram is Jonathan Garano. You got a podcast there. though, right? I do have a podcast. The podcast is called The Bottle Club Pod. Okay. Uh, Morgan's on it. You should definitely check it out. Basically, we're just it's a good example. Of, it's a good example of somebody. I looked at the podcast and then when I started looking at the account, you started it when? March. You started. He started in March, and I think it's at like eighty thousand followers. Yeah, and I don't even post. And he doesn't even post. And I'm looking at how many views some of the clips get, and we're and some of them have gotten millions. And yeah. and it's this is somebody who's he did it in March of this year, uh, and it's very impressive. So you, you're using all those tools to build a platform. See, that's what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. Is that you said I don't even that I don't even post that much. You don't have to post that much, because I used to post every day, but I found that stories did really well. And so now I just go when I have a good story or when it's cut up a certain way, then I'm going to publish it out again. Yeah. 
that creative process is so crucial, but you can take a break after you figure out what works. That's, that's right. basically the, that's what I want people to understand and learn right away. I know it sounds daunting no, and scary, it's okay. but come on. Well, that's the podcast today, guys. I'm Morgan. Jonathan, thank you for being thank here. Thank you so much. Make sure to look me up at Morgan J. We're going to make an Instagram account for sexy T over there. Big T money, piano T money. I don't know what we're going to name him yet. Um, and uh, yeah, make sure to give us a little review, like, comment, like, and subscribe, comment, what and share. What happens if they uh, give a five-star review on the Apple podcast? I don't have a incentive just yet, but maybe we'll do thank yous or reviews. If you're watching this, don't forget just to like graze your heart against the like button, you know? That's right. You know? uh, all right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da